All right, welcome to episode five of the Weekend Shenanigans podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Steven. And today we have a co-host who nobody's met before. We've got Cindy Carson joining us. Hey, Cindy. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, let's see. I'm GT alumni. Um, was at Tech from 02 to 06. Out in four years. High five there. Man. I know no one does that. Yeah, nobody. That's why I had to state it. Stephen, how long did it take you? Five. Yeah, I got out in five. Yeah. I wish I had spent another year. At Maybe. least another football season. At least another football season, and uh, I think I would have been more prepared for the real world. That first year out was rough. Nah. Uh, recession. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um, I, I work in software and have for past eight plus years, maybe ten. Yeah, time. nobody cares about the real world. Mm. What, what else do you like about <laughs> tech and sports and tailgating? Um, yeah, so I've been I've been a season ticket holder for football since 2007. I am, um, I guess I'm third generation GT alumni, if we count my dad who didn't graduate but went there. Counts. Counts. Yeah, we'll give it to you. Yeah. Um, so my family has had Georgia Tech football tickets since the 60s, so um, been going to games. I remember my first game I went to when I was like three years old. I don't remember the game. That's that's a lie. But I do remember sitting in the stands and like eating peanuts. Um, so Georgia Tech has been in my life for a long time. Uh, it's a good thing I got in. Otherwise, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> um, I also have baseball tickets and volleyball tickets because, you know, um, AT points are supposed to mean something later in life, hopefully. Maybe. They just mean more. <laughs> Maybe. I'm hoping they mean something at some point. Um, but enjoy going to the games. Um, I worked on campus uh, a little bit uh, last year and the year before, so that was nice to be close back to campus and go to some of the, um, those early baseball games at 4 p.m. Yeah, those, those are fun. Those are fun, um, especially early in the season when it's like – just a little, like just warm enough to stay outside for a little while, but the baseball game keeps like you out later. Like 40 degrees? Yeah. <laughs> it's up the sun's up, so it's good. You're sunburnt in a jacket. Yeah, exactly. No, no. <laughs> All right, great. Well, welcome to uh, the podcast. Hopefully we'll, we'll be having you back on multiple times. So. Yeah, that's exciting. Yep. Cindy was the winner of Bull Pick'em. Cindy did beat us all in Bull Pick'em. That's I true. I sure was. Unfortunately, Bill didn't want to put any money on Bill, on bull pickums. So. No, there's a reason I don't bet on things that I'm gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we should we should do money next year. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Cindy also runs our uh, weekend shenanigans. Uh, pick them during the regular season for football. The uh, the weekly priority point style uh, fantasy kind of pick them. So. She tends to win that too, which I haven't won in years. Steven's been winning, unfortunately. Yeah, you won that this year? No, no. no. Mike, Kelly's dad beat us all. He murdered us. Alright. Good good for Mike. Yeah. I'm excited to see more of them next season. Yeah. I hope they uh they show up. They've been they've been great. They They got season tickets. Did they get season tickets? They are buying them, yeah. Oh shit. They're gonna be hanging out at the tailgate and stuff, yeah. Yeah, they came what, two games last year? Two or three? A couple of times. Every time, basically, Blake and Kelly were either in Europe yeah. or some friend had a wedding during football season. Note to everyone listening, don't have a wedding during football season. Yeah. yeah. Public yeah. service announcement. Yeah, don't do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's cool that uh, we'll see more of the Quins next year. That's uh, they're, they're a good time. Yep, it'll be good. Um, actually, they're you know they're big Florida fans, so I don't think they get down to Jacksonville as much as they'd like to. So Gainesville. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that too. Gainesville. I mean, Florida, Florida wishes they were in Jacksonville, it. right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, that's uh, Cindy, and and like I said, welcome. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on currently. So it is the Tuesday before the Super Bowl, so we guess we should. Quickly run through who we're picking, Eagles or Patriots, seeing as neither Steven or my picks uh, from our previous episode made it. No. <laughs> no. Stupid, stupid picks. So, Cindy, do you got a favorite in, in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm going uh, I'm going Patriots. 
hands down. Well, like, I don't, not coming back to any more podcasts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want them to win, but I feel like they are going to win. In fact, I'll even say I think they're going to win by like seven. You're going with the spread? She's right. putting a spread on it, Stephen. I'm getting death stares. Uh, I mean, I, I'm watching for the commercials. Yeah. The puppy bowl. Yeah. Gotta watch the puppy bowl. Oh, I'm not watching the fucking puppy I could, bowl. I mean, I if you care. have two TVs, you gotta put the puppy bowl on. No. Yes. Yeah, no. Um, uh, you know. Who am I, Andrew Birch? Uh, no. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Both oh, those man. teams, I could care less. Um. Do you think other shout, people feel like well, that? I mean, Patriots have a big following, but do you feel like a lot of people are like? No, yes. people are super yes. into no. it. No, Rocky Mountain, the... Rocky Mountain is going to be lit. Yeah, it's an Eagles bar. But look, I will say shout out to Shaq Mason. So yeah, if I, I got to jump on one, yeah, yeah, percent Patriots for that. Ninety percent of the country hates this matchup. Ah, uh, yeah, I would agree. So do you think the viewership is going to be down, or JT is going to hold <laughs> strong and bring everybody in? You should say something. <laughs> what? Say something. <laughs> I think his new song is filthy. I think, I think his better new song is Say Something. I don't know if I've heard that one. I think it came out last week. I'm behind. Damn, Sorry. Blowing guys. it. It's got Chris Staples in it. Even I've heard it. Really? Yeah, Chris really? is on that? Damn. I'm missing out. Yeah, Timberlake went all white on this album. He on the field. I got I to gotta stop and listen to this. He, he forgot about his urban roots. And, and it's gone very white. I was really disappointed in that filthy song. Like, the girls were like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, it's eh, trash. It's not it's really ass. that great. Yeah. Haven't been impressed so far. But Oh, he's talented. He'll put on a good show, so Oh yeah. It'll be a great halftime for sure. And he'll play the hits. Yeah. Like that's And hopefully we'll see a little nip. Tom his nip? Tom Collins hits. Whoever. Phil Co- <laughs> I mean Phil Collins hits and Tom Collins mix. Yeah. Alright. So there you go. I guess uh, I'm going to Eagles too, just because fuck Tom Brady. Do you think Tom Brady will retire if he wins? No. Do you think he'll ever retire? No. Really? He's got to retire sometimes. He's got performance sleepwear. He's got a lot of things, including a vegan problem. Yeah, so Tom Brady has – he's got you know, a, a fair argument for being the greatest of all time right now. That's what the little kid trick-or-treating Yeah, for. I mean I think when, but, Pey- but when Manning retired, right, like wasn't he – didn't he have all the records or whatever? Yeah, you gotta go out but on top. not the rings. But it's one of those things that if Brady can put up another two or three years, it's. But does he need to do? Does he need to make the Super Bowl all those years? I mean, no, he doesn't because he's already got more rings, right? The thing is, though, he's basically got an unimpeded shot to the AFC Championship every year. Right. Yeah. So, when you can almost guarantee you're going to make the AFC Championship game, why quit? I don't know. He's he's over forty though, right? Uh, he's or just that 40? Yeah. yeah. We'll see. So he's old, but I think he's probably going to try two or three more years. That's barring big major injury. Like, obviously, he could. So know, when he leaves, Bill Belichick leaves too? Probably. I think and the so. franchise goes to shit. Can we count on that? Yeah. We cross our fingers. I'd say that's probably <laughs> I mean, they, true. They got Garoppolo out of there. Well, and. Half the staff is going to be on other teams by that point. Yeah, I mean. Matt Patricia is supposed to be taking a new job somewhere. and. It, yeah, I just like to see who the next dynasty team is going to be because I feel like Patriots. Falcons. Been, oh, you think it's the Falcons? No, yeah. Falcons windows closing. Falcons are lit. They've got probably two more years. Falcons Explain are. your reasoning, Bill. Matt, up. Matt Ryan's old. Oh, I, th- I agree. Matt Ryan has maybe two years left. Yep. Maybe maybe five years for Matt Ryan, but let's, let's say how are you giving Tom Ryan's Brady all this time and not Matt Bryant? Matt Ryan, him too. Matt Bryant, yeah, he's lit. Yeah, Matt Bryant can he's play. He's also yeah. like forty-five. Right, yeah, he's still 50. going. Yeah. So one, Matt Ryan is he's good. He's, he's okay. He's decent. He's he's good enough to win a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco. Apparently did not. It. Joe Flacco did it. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But is Joe still playing? Yeah, he's oh. trash. Uh, the other half of this equation is Julio Jones. Mm. And receivers, especially when they hit you know, 30, start to lose a step. 
Well, we can get another receiver, right? We mortgaged the franchise to get Julio. And that was after tanking and being able to get Matt Ryan with a third pick overall. So yeah, I'm sure that new stadium was a pretty penny too. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where to get two clutch picks like that, you're gonna have to do it rather soon if you want Devontae Freeman to have any impact. Yeah. Otherwise you're talking about having to replace basically everybody on offense. So it's either in the next two years or it's seven years out. Yeah. Like there's going to be a time period where they're going to be mediocre again, just because they're rebuilding. I was really disappointed to see the Vikings lose to the Eagles. I thought they had a real chance. Yeah. So the Eagles, that last game, terrible. The Eagles are an interesting offense and I, we defended them better with our linebackers than the Vikings did. And it really has to do with the run pass option that they're running. They're basically running the same offense Clemson runs or, or a very similar one to what Clemson runs where they're running the shotgun with the speed sweep with the running back. And if the defense, the, the linebackers specifically flow with the running back, then they hit the backside slant. If the receiver, uh, if the corner jumps the backside slant, then they, they run on backside out and it's, I'm kind of interested to see what Belichick does to defend it because it is what just absolutely ripped apart the best, one of the best defenses, the second best defense in the NFL and the Vikings for the first yeah. half. And, and granted that game kind of got out of hand and at that point was, you know, one of those things that just, they were falling apart on defense, but they didn't have an answer to the RPO, which, the Eagles run it well. They don't have their linemen go downfield, which is generally the issue there is that, you know, you run block it and your linemen go downfield. And then when you pass, it's technically illegal. They don't mm-hmm. do that. Like you know, I watched plenty of replays of it and they all stayed within a yard of the line of scrimmage, just like you're supposed to. So if they can run that effectively, it's going to be hard for the Patriots to, to keep up. We'll see on Sunday. Yeah. So, all right, enough about Super Bowl. It's going to suck anyway because either one of those teams winning is going to have an awful fan base uh, being happy. Any kind of Super Bowl snacks that you're like, that you always have that you're looking forward to? Um, I don't know. So we're obviously all going over to uh, Blake and Kelly's for yep. uh, Steven's uh Yep, we're kind of wedding, running that. Wedding Just shower. making sure I have all the bases covered. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't know if we have uh, much input into that, but I'm, I'm assuming there will be some buffalo chicken dip there, which is always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buffalo chicken dip. I think we're having some wings. Wangs. Wings are chili. good. Lemon pepper wet. Are we having, yeah, we're making chili, right? <clears throat> yeah, veggie chili. Veggie chili. Mm. Veggie chili. All right, whatever. You can thank the Honorable Mrs. Hocum for that. What, um... <clears throat> It'll be good, though. It is pretty good. So, I know everyone saw the, the videos of the Eagles fans throwing all the trash at the Vikings fans coming in. And I've heard... Did it remind you of anywhere? Um, Athens? Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that all the Vikings fans are planning to line up and just throw stuff at Eagles fans... As a good welcome to Minnesota. Oh, yeah, and they will be there because they'll be in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I'm down for it. Huh. Anybody want to go to Minnesota and throw trash oh, at no. it's Vikings way too cold or Eagles shit. fans? Yeah, it's oh. way too cold. The beer will freeze in midair. I, I don't, Perfect. I never go to Minnesota unless I have to, and I especially don't go in the wintertime. I've been to Minnesota once. I've never been. I think I've been once, too. It was in the middle of the summer. No, I went in January. Ooh. Yeah. It was freezing, work but trip? there wasn't, yeah, for work, there wasn't much snow on the ground and they were like, this is amazing. It's only 20 degrees. It's it's 20 degrees. This is like a heat wave. And I was like, this is terrible, <laughs> but they were like happy with the weather and I was miserable. That sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah. Terrible. I don't know how they live there. They have like tunnels through Minneapolis, you know, that they all walk through like little gerbils. Terrible. Terrible, Jerry. Terrible. <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah. Having the Super Bowl up north, I guess because they built that stadium, which 
supposedly he's really nice. Uh, is that because the other one caved in with the snow? Or is that different? The other one did cave in with the snow, but it was kind of designed, like, it was past its lifespan. So, so the snow just did it a favor. Yeah, yeah. You get six feet of snow and roofs start caving in. No, they played in a couple of years after that. They repaired the roof and went back to playing there for a couple of years. But it was one of those classic, like, late 80s, early 90s. It might have been older than that. It might have even been early 80s stadiums. It would remind you a lot of, like, the Silver Dome, um, Indianapolis, Indianapolis's RCA Dome. Uh, they're all, you know, predecessors to the Georgia Dome, but, you know, they all have that kind of same style. Right. Um, so it, it was kind of beyond its lifespan. Didn't have all the sweet suites and, you know, other kind of things that NFL owners want now. So now the stadium they built now is uh, supposedly really nice, hmm. although it keeps killing a ton of birds. They're killing birds? Yeah. So it's got the big old glass walls. And apparently the thing like is the, like the Mercedes Stadium, bigger and more see-through than Mercedes-Benz uh. Stadium, and the walls technically open, so they can like open it up and kind of be quasi-open air, like kind of like Jerry World, you mm-hmm. know? They yeah they can open the ends up to it and it can be open air. Um, so apparently this stadium, they opened it up, no problems, all that kind of stuff, and when it's closed, birds just fly into it. Like, they literally have to go around every day and Sweet pick up birds. dead birds. Wow. So, I guess it's, you know, supposedly you have to do that with any building is what they're saying. But this one is killing them at a fairly aggressive rate. If it flies, it dies. It's the quail hunting motto. Okay. Oh. <laughs> nope. Uh, Steven, fresh off a quail hunt. Yep. All right. On from football, we'll talk a little bit of baseball, seeing as all three of us are baseball season ticket holders. You excited about this season? Uh, if I have to be real honest, I'm not that excited. <laughs> um, and I think that's uh, mostly because I, I, I work kind of far from campus now, so I know I won't be making those early games. Um, but, you know, I'm excited. You just have I'm to start a- working from home on Wednesdays. That's true. Maybe I can just work from home. Ah, smart idea. Um, I think that part of the problem is for me too, is like, it's been a really cold winter. Um, and so I'm not excited to go sit in the cold. So if it warms up a little bit, I'll be super excited to go sit at the baseball games. You know, as soon as it gets sunny, you're going to be out there. Oh yeah. I will be out there. If it's like, like 60 and sunny, like I'm out and I'm done. Let me out there. Steven, what about you? I'm decently excited. Um, I, I see we have Wade Bailey coming back. Uh, the wheel, the wheel height twins or brothers. Are they twins or are they brothers? They're twins. They're twins. Um, Kel Johnson's coming back. Joey Bart's coming back. Joey Bart's getting a lot of preseason press. He is. Um, I, you know, so hopefully we'll have some Does bats going because he probably will leave after the season. But he's basically being touted as potentially the best catcher in America. Like he's getting preseason All America from Baseball America. Like all sorts of uh, accolades from the different writing sources. He's, he's really kind of getting the publicity that I think a lot of people thought was going to be on Kel Johnson as a, you know, as an upperclassman, but this year, you know, Joey Bart's going to be a junior and he's the one that's making all the watch lists. Oh, that's good. You know, we have them coming back. We had a couple of people leave, um, but hopefully, you know, our bats will be going and um, I'm really hopeful that the pitching will catch up. Last year, I feel like we had a big problem with pitching, uh, more so than the offense. I feel like we were just, you know, not pitching like we should. And, and I hope that, you know, I think a lot of our pitching rotation from last year is back again this year. And hopefully that will have developed and have us in a much better position pitching-wise than we were a year ago. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think last year the pitching was, we had a, a decent couple of pitchers, but really didn't have the depth, especially in the bullpen, that you need to handle multiple series back-to-back-to-back to back to back with the midweek games and all that. So I agree. I'm kind of excited to see what we've got you know, from the pitching side of things. So 
that'll kind of determine how our season's going. I think you're right. We've got the bats. You know, Will Height probably be up at the top of the lineup with uh, Wade Bailey. And then you got Barton Johnson in the middle there. You could probably flip flop. Either one of them could be a four. But yeah, it'll it'll be about is it a balanced team? Do we have the different pieces? I saw that it's uh, also the 25th year Coach Danny Hall is going to be at the helm. How do you feel about that? Love it. Really? Yeah. Big, big Danny Hall fan? Big Danny Hall fan. I, I, you know, we've had a couple of disappointing seasons back to back, not making NCAA tournament. Right. But in general, I think that you're looking at probably one of the top, if not top five, top 10 coaches in America at the collegiate level. And I think he does a great job recruiting. I think he does a great job putting players uh, into the pros. I mean, uh, granted, a lot of the talent for baseball comes out of this this region, you know, like the the Atlanta suburbs and stuff. So do you really think that we're pulling the kind of kids that we need to to be competitive? Yeah, I do. Uh, we've, we've hit a couple of unlucky uh, recruits recently where people who were top recruits skipped college and went straight to the pros. Yeah. And that always burns because you, you spent a lot of time, you invested a lot of time in recruiting them. Mm-hmm. You put all your eggs into that basket. And when they decide to take that offer and go pro, yeah, all of a sudden you're down your stud recruit that you'd been working really hard that you convinced to come to tech. Yeah. So I think that's burned us a little bit. I think that we've been in a little bit of a rebuild uh, over the last couple of years, but I kind of like our odds. Well, and also we've been in a tough, tough conference. When you take a look oh, yeah, at, sure. at the Virginias, the UNCs, the Miamis, FSU's been good recently. Like Louisville's been pretty good. Recently. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of good teams in the ACC that we've had a hard time battling. But you think back, we won the ACC tournament in 2014. So it's been a couple years of of you know kind of mediocre baseball, but. I, I wouldn't want anybody else at the helm. You think Danny sticks around for another couple of years or he is maybe on his way out in the next year or two? It's a good question. I think he sticks around for at least another couple of years. One, he's got his sons uh, playing for him now. So I think that he goes for what is Carter a sophomore or is Carter a junior now? Redshirt sophomore. Colin Hall is a freshman. Yep. So Carter's a sophomore, Colin's a freshman, and and if Colin redshirts, then basically he'll be a freshman next year. So you're talking about him wanting to coach his sons. That's at least four more years. At that point, you're talking 29 years. I think you're talking 30 years at least for him here at Tech, which is another five. Well, Danny will be real close to 70 at that point. That's not abnormal for baseball. Okay. Uh, you know, You see a lot of these coaches who – would you remind would remind you of football coaches where you get the the Bobby Bowdens that get up into their 70s and yeah. close to 80? Um, if it's something that they love doing and if they've got a good staff around them, which from what I can tell, the staff is uh, remained intact over the last couple of years, which is good. Do you think somebody is maybe in line to take Danny's spot? Potentially, uh, he he's got a couple of catchers on his staff right now, and they always, you know the kind of anecdotally catchers are always considered good managerial candidates when you're talking pros. And I think the same is true for college. They're the guys who are really kind of calling the balls and strikes, especially at the pro level. But, you know, when they're juniors and seniors at the collegiate level too, they kind of get that freedom to, to call balls and strikes to kind of control a game within the game. Mm-hmm. You know, the freshmen and sophomores, they're looking over the dugout every year. That's okay. But I think that they are really kind of grooming a couple of guys that if they're not going to be in line to coach after Danny Hall here at Tech, and maybe they're not because they won't have had the head coaching experience, they're going to be guys that go coach somewhere else, maybe at a, you know, second tier school, a Wofford or, you know, Mm -hmm. somewhere like that. And then maybe you bring them back in. I've heard some rumblings recently from some longtime baseball fans um, not happy with with Hall and ready for him to move on. 
Um, I think they're, you know, reeling from the last couple of years of us not doing so well. But... What if they want out of the program, though? Hey, this is these are the same types of people who complain about Paul Johnson, though. Uh, I mean, the person I'm thinking about in particular, I don't think is complaining super hard about Paul Johnson. No, but, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, is yeah. That there is a if the coach is the answer, then we have to get rid of the coach. You know, like yeah, there's a contingent of people that right. want Paul Johnson fired right now, even though oh, he's yeah. been the best coach since we won the national championship in 1990. Yeah. And I, I kind of think that's the same thing with Danny Hall. Yes, you want to win the national championship every year. You want to be in the tournament every year. We're not in the position to be able to go out and pay you know, millions of dollars to purchase the best coach and the best. Like, we can't go out and find the Nick Saban of baseball. We can't? I mean, unless. I mean, who's the, who's the best school in baseball? Best coach? No, best school. Like they have the best record. They win every year. They like they're always making it. The problem is there isn't one. There's not an Alabama. Mm. I mean, it, it rotates a little. Miami's pretty good. Their coach used to be our coach before Danny Hall. He was the head coach of of yeah. Tech, and he decided to go. I think some of the problem is with coaching in baseball. It's very talent dependent, and like there's so many games. Um, you know, you know, you're going to lose some, which, you know, which ones matter, which ones don't. Um, and then the pitching is, is what it's really all about. And the game's changed too, because they've changed the equipment Mm -hmm. over the past 10 years. Not only the bats, but the balls too have, have changed. So there's just a lot to it that, while I can appreciate that there is some frustration within the ranks of the supporters, you know, of, of the season ticket holder community for tech baseball. I struggle, you know, things could be so much worse. Oh yeah. Especially in baseball. I think we, we do a decent job in baseball right. most of the time. And if you fire your long-term head coach who has been with the program for 25 years, who took you to the college world series a couple of times. Oh yeah. We're definitely not firing him. Um, he, He's going to have to step down. Right. So at that point, anybody who, you know, wants him gone at this point, I'll, I'll ask him, name a coach that we can get that would be a guarantee of being better. Mm-hmm. And there's not, not an answer to that. Right. Just like the folks who say, oh, Paul Johnson's got to go. Name a coach we can get that's going to be better. Right. Not going to happen. You're not going to find another coach that you can tell me can win an Orange Bowl in the next four or five years. The only the only option we have for that is taking a chance on somebody who's up and coming, right? And and, and hoping it pays off. And that's a I don't big think there's gamble. a you know gamble. someone who's going to get. The other thing I think, as far as you know, just kind of circling back to baseball and the different things with that is, you know. The scholarships that a school can give out for baseball is very different than the scholarships a school can give out for football or basketball or whatever else. So you end up with a lot more um, in-state people going to certain schools as opposed to going to out-of-state because they can't get the scholarships mm-hmm. um, that they could. The right. baseball team has what, about 17 scholarships total? 11.7. Wow. Yeah, so they're getting that's a lot of divided up between yeah, 27 players. There's a lot of half scholarships that are being given out. There's a lot of guys that are walk-ons. Well, yeah. and so I mean they do a lot of half scholarships and that sort of stuff too. Um, you know, they'll they'll take one scholarship and they'll split it between two players and and things like that um, to ease the burden. But you know, it's 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 just a different thing. So that's why you end up with you know a lot of people staying in state um, versus you know. So, so you recruit more in the state of Georgia than you do anywhere else um, just because of the scholarship limits on it. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is a, a little bit of a different animal when it comes to recruiting and how you build a team and, and what you're capable of doing with the resources you have. So, no, I've, I've been happy with Danny Hall. I've been happy with the coaching staff. 
if you follow them on Twitter, uh, they've been doing you know, a lot of a lot of preseason work over the last uh, 30 days. They've been doing a 30-day challenge to kind of get into game shape and be ready to go. So we've got a new video board at the Rusty C this year. Yeah, finally, new, new video board. Terrible. Hopefully, some new sound system too to match the new video board. That was a, a Stansbury uh, goal, wasn't it? Yeah, we got done. Todd, thanks, man. Todd's done a lot of good stuff. I'm excited to have him at Tech and to see what else he's going to do. I love following his tweets. What do you think about Adidas? Um, I'm excited about Adidas just to get rid of Russell. You saving your money for July? Um, yeah, I don't have any money at all, but what I don't have, yeah, sure, I'm saving for Adidas. <laughs> um, I'm going on such a shopping spree when July happens. Like, I'm, I'm creating a, a slush fund. That I'm throwing money in like five, ten dollars, twenty dollars at a time. Yeah. So that when good for you. When we get Adidas gear, I'm gonna go and drop so, so much stupid. I money. hope it's not terrible though. Like doesn't matter. It, it matters to me. No. <laughs> you know, I just I mean it'll be so much better than Russell. It'll be better quality for sure, but like some of the designs I've seen I wasn't super excited about, so I hope they figure that out and Get some like quality, like good looking things for people to wear. There's gonna be yes. Right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those tennis shoes look uh, gray. I'm just saying. They've Adidas, been advertising all Adidas the kind of weird lit. stuff, but you know they're gonna have a bunch of polos. I've liked all the stuff that they put out for the team, like the baseball stuff. I thought was really good looking. Um, I'm just interested to see what the fan gear looks like and what the price point is as well. It's just oh, it'll good. be pricey. Yeah, it's going to be super pricey. They're not giving us all that money for athletics. So are they giving us that much money? $200,000 a year in That's cash. Nothing. Russell was giving us nine fifty. I thought it was more than 200 uh-uh. Looking at it right now. Do I trust your reading skills? Uh, Text 200,000 in cash allocation is near the bottom of the Power 5 conference schools. So basically Adidas is doing us a favor. But we get 3.2 million in cash and product. So 200,000 is so we get 3 million in product. Okay, so we're not having to buy our own shoes anymore. Right. Yeah. Great. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's as good as anything else. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I think it's you know, I think it's low in cash, and everyone's I've I've seen people griping about that it's so low in cash, and they're like, you know, how's that going to help recruiting? Well, again, those are the same idiots that were griping what? that oh, we're getting all these you know getting beaten recruiting because we don't have Nike or Adidas. I believe that. Um, but I will yeah, say, no, I that, believe that you know, too. We can't we can't give cash to a recruit. We can give them T-shirts, yeah. right? Can like, we? I, I, can't. I, don't, I don't know. Can we? Are we allowed to? But I'm just saying, you know, having all that, I mean, we're going to have better stuff. I think our stuff is going to be in more stores. I think it's going to be more accessible to the fan base and more accessible to, you know, a bandwagon fan that wants to jump on the bandwagon and let them come on. Bring you on know? the bandwagons. Somebody that didn't necessarily go to school there but likes it, you know, and they just – like the way a shirt looks, and they're like, oh, hey, you know, I live in the Atlanta area. They're around here. Let me jump on. Come on. Let's yeah, do it. This whole thing's about one thing, though. It's about jerseys. Mm-hmm. And everybody's complaint was that the Russell jerseys were trash. They are. And there was I a reason. Hurt recruiting more than anything, right? Yeah, there was a reason that we were with Russell, and it's because they gave us the most money. We could have been with Adidas or with Nike the time before that. And the CEO of the company's alumni. Nothing to do with it. That was why they gave us the most money, but the reason we went with them was because they gave us the most money. So, yeah, we could, you know, take the most money from somebody, or we could have what is best for the team, best for the school, best for recruiting. I think that's the move that we made. So, again, I'm, I'm excited to see what we do with that. I'm, I'm excited that Todd has made this move that he's investing in things like a video board at the baseball stadium, you know, infrastructure needs that were well needed. Yeah. New locker room on the way for football. Yep. New locker room on the way for football. Thanks. Aren't they getting one for baseball too? Baseball has got one, but baseball has one. Yep. Baseball has a newish locker room, but I think they're doing some expansion. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, you know, we've done a lot of things like having Atlanta United last last year that was an influx of cash. We're also going to see a couple of contracts from basketball come off the books in the next year, which is going to help funding. Finally. Bye, Paul Hewitt. Bye. Yeah. Paul Hewitt, Brian Gregory, like paying a lot of money to guys that aren't coaching basketball anymore. Yeah. Speaking of basketball, did you guys catch the uh, last couple of games? Yes, they were terrible. No, I haven't been watching the Clemson game. game. The Clemson game was better. We played better, but we just lost it at the end. That was only by two points, right? So yeah, terrible. We let it get away in the middle of the second half and pulled it back to even. And then the problem is we go on streaks too long without scoring. I saw tonight that Clemson was up on uh, North Carolina by like ten points. At home, yeah. 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 So they're they're. I didn't know Clemson Decent team. Was, they're yeah. top 20. They were 18 when we played yeah, them. Yeah, they're, they're 20 right now. Yeah. All right. What else do we want to talk about? Uh, I wanted to go back to baseball real quick. Um, the season ticket holder rewards program this year, I just wanted to give a little shout out to them. They have picked a whole lot better uh, reward program. Uh, so you, you go to five games, you get an autographed baseball by Coach Hall. Ten games. It's going to go get, with my little mini helmet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you need like a whole wall of of GT I've, I've now got an autographed mini helmet by Danny Hall. I've got an autographed jersey from Danny Hall. I'm going to get a baseball. To frame all that shit. Man, I do need to get the jersey framed. Um, yeah, and then after 10 games, you get 25 bucks to the bookstore. So, really? I mean, that's not, Adidas. Hard. that's not hard to get. Yeah, add that to your little cash fund. So, I mean, um, I hope they really execute on this plan unlike how they did last year um i thought they did okay in last year's eh, i think we got basketball tumblers or uh yeah last glasses. year's was strange because it was like it was trash uh, there was some nice stuff but yeah like you said like it was their first foray into it that was the year before it's first foray. Yeah, what mean, did they do the year before same thing but just not uh, wasn't as organized I got, we got like a we got like one thing we got like a blanket remember they, you, the, the, the first year, year yeah, they had to the mark they had to mark your card yeah oh that's right the second year they they they, they it was done by the ticket scan that's right that's right all right yeah so hopefully this year's a little better but it seems like they're doing more to reward people for investing their money into baseball which is great oh yeah it's good more people need to like I, I feel you know, we talked about it with Blake last time, but I feel like we have a lot of people who are alumni who are in Atlanta who enjoy baseball, who would enjoy going to games, but just don't pony up the yeah. 125 bucks. I, I know I have a couple of friends that are like, oh, let me know when you're going to a baseball game because like they don't, you know, they, they don't want to be, you know, season ticket holders and but they probably not? shouldn't be, but they 125 bucks and it. Oh, I'm, I'm talking to people that didn't necessarily go to tech. So, 125 bucks. Um, I I don't think I'm spending 125 bucks to go to a four dollar baseball game if I didn't go to the school. Just saying, like once a year, I'm not doing that. Not once a year, but I'm saying they could go to a dozen games. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to a dozen games if they can't if they don't live in walking distance to the stadium like you do, Bill. Five buck parking. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying for the price of going to two. Braves games, you could have a season ticket. Oh, no, I agree. I think we should make it more of a thing, and, and Tech should do that more in the community. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's definitely people out there that enjoy baseball, but don't necessarily want to go through all the... It's It takes an effort to go to the to the Braves games, you know? Like, yeah, drive out to Cobb County. You gotta get out there. You gotta spend some money. Oh, tickets are pricey as hell. Um, I mean, I've been for free quite a few times, but... Somebody's paying for them. <laughs> Somebody. But um, all they got to do is start selling beer there. Yeah, exactly. If they sold beer at the baseball stadium, OMG, it'd be no problem at all to get like OMG. So like five people there, five people that didn't go to tech there at any time. You'd be like, hey, I'm going to the baseball game. They're selling four dollar beers. Like, come enjoy the sunshine. I mean, it hasn't stopped us from flasking it. Yeah, but that's a totally different concept. We go because we because we went to tech because we have that connection, you know, and because we buy tickets. <laughs> I'm talking about people off the street. I'm talking and about I our like sidewalk just fans. Drinking in the sun. 
Oh, yeah. Well, we can drink in the sun in the backyard. True. Your condo has a yard? Uh, Yours a nice does. Little patio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get sun inside. My my greenhouse. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, Cindy, that it is it is a little difficult to ask somebody who didn't go to tech to buy a season ticket. I again I still struggle with the attendance. Uh the weekday attendance is, I think is always gonna be a struggle. Not even the weekday attendance, even the weekend attendance. Like you're talking about They do all those family days though, which get a get a good number of people. They usually. do. They do. But you're you're I think this goes back to a conversation you and I were having on a previous episode, Stephen, about how do you get the students involved? Because that's really where you establish the rhythm of going to a tech baseball game. And it's true about football, too, that you get students who, you know, if you never missed a football game in your college career, your odds of buying season tickets for football got to be way up. I think the number of students that participate um, in any of our sports is best at basketball. I think basketball does a good job of driving students to the games. They do all those free giveaways. I think they have strong support there. You think that's what it is? is For the, the giveaways numbers. And the... For the numbers, right? Obviously, we have more students at football games. Right. But, um, you know, overall, I think I think the basketball program does a good job of getting students to the games. Honestly, Maybe I was impressed. Maybe there's nothing else to do in the winter, but. I was impressed with volleyball. Oh, yeah. Volleyball is pretty crowded. There's but... more students at volleyball games than there are at baseball games. I have to admit, the only game I went to was senior night. So, like, all the parents were there, and it was really crowded. Um, and it was Clemson. Um, so, I think that had something to do with it. But I, I didn't. I don't know if that's always how it is or not. Yeah. And I guess the fact that they have the band there doesn't hurt. Yep. But, again, I. that's really where my thought on how do you continue to grow the brand and make tech athletics a bigger part of the Atlanta community. You know, everybody says, oh, Georgia Tech students move away. And that's true. That is very true. We do have quite a few students that move away. But I'm not asking for there to be 90,000 people coming back for a football game or 10,000. I think I yeah. want to go to 90,000. Right. We don't need to be found. Georgia or Auburn yeah. or FSU yeah. or somebody like that. I'm talking about where are the 500 people in Atlanta who had such a damn good time as an undergrad at Georgia Tech baseball that they're willing to put down 125 bucks? Steven, how many baseball games did you go to as an undergrad at Georgia Tech? Uh, probably less than five. You can count them on one hand, right? Mm-hmm. Me too. I can I can count on one hand. I can probably count them on two hands. And I was, a, again, I played baseball on club baseball team freshman year. I had I'm good a big friends baseball who, were, nerd. who were bat girls, and I still didn't go, you know, more than a couple times. Yeah. So that's always what I, I struggle with is, you know, this is a – a fun time it's generally pretty low-key it's free for students and it's not even free like football's free where you have to show up early and stake out your seats or any you know it's literally show right. up yeah but they can't get people to show up with any sort of regularity i think that's what plays in you know again think about how much fun you're having now going to i don't know 20 games a year yeah Imagine if you'd done that as an undergrad for free, for free, <laughs> yeah. you would have, you, there's no chance you wouldn't have bought season tickets. Yeah. I mean, but I think if you'd stayed in Atlanta, I, I mean, I'm going to give all of our college selves a little break here. I think that we, uh, we're all in a different place and we were having tons of fun anyway. So, I mean, at least I was, so, um, I don't know that going to a baseball game was re would ever have been in my top five priority list over going to a football game. Did you miss any football games? Oh, no, I didn't miss football. Yeah. I mean, not by choice. <laughs> Give me that stare, but that's a joke. No, but I mean, that's kind of my point is like everybody makes an effort. You, you, we, me, you, our group of friends always made an effort to go to football games. You wouldn't miss it. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I think for me, like, why did I go to baseball games as a as a college student? 
I think one, pretty busy. I mean, there's a lot of time constraints there. Um, two, I remember baseball players being assholes. So I definitely didn't want to go, you know, support them, honestly, to be, to be real honest, They're kind of dickheads. So um, I think that might have been some of it. But then, I mean, spring semester is uh, always real busy. You got a lot of stuff going on in the Greek community. There's a Greek week and you got spring break. Greek week's not an interference, though. They always go to at least one game during Greek week because it's required. Uh, I never went to that game. Well, a lot of people. That's the one that students yeah, but they show go, up for. They go swipe their buzz card and then they leave. I think they have to sit through the fifth inning, but yeah. <laughs> no, but my, again, my point is that you've got a team on campus within walking distance that plays Friday nights, Saturday nights, and Sunday afternoons. And you don't see, I don't know, what, 200 students there? Yeah. I don't I don't think the students are the problem. I think that I think that we would be better suited to, a, you know, to get the community in more so than the students. But again, I think it starts with the students. Hmm. I think you, you build that kind of rhythm with the students as a student. And if you establish, hey, this is something I really had fun doing, just like, again, us yeah. with football, that then great, you're not going to convert 100% of them to season ticket holders when they graduate. Yeah. But no, I agree. you don't but need they, to. They I need mean, to I do think... some more gimmicks, I think. Um, you know where they played trivia two years ago? I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. I think it's dependent on the weather. Uh, when the weather's good, yeah. there seems to be more students showing up there. For sure. When, the wet, when it's cold, students are not showing up at the baseball game. And, then, you know, there's nothing they can do to control that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there needs to be I mean, more. That's not just students. That's that's, that's me. <laughs> that's everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's everyone. Um, but I think there needs to be more. They just need to make it more of an event. Yeah. And and you know have some stuff going on with it. Um, I don't know what that is, but you know the promotions, the marketing, and stuff needs to bring more people there and just make it more of an event than um, what it is and. <clears throat> You know, basketball always pays for that uh, halftime show. Well, a lot of games they do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't feel like there's a equivalent at the baseball games. What are they paying for? Basketball makes brings in a lot more money than. Baseball. Well, I mean, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I mean, in baseball games, they only do, you know, typically they do some sort of between inning entertainment, whether it's the steal second base challenge. Yeah, I mean, that's that's cool. That doesn't the tire, cost them any money. The though. tire toss. Yeah. Which I don't think they did that last year. They I don't remember been. seeing a tire toss at all, ever. That was my favorite. Todd, bring back the tire toss. Um, you know, it's just college baseball doesn't turn out. I don't think at any school the same amount that LSU gets twenty thousand people to every game. How many what? people do they get to to football and basketball? Yeah, hundred thousand people is what their stadium seats, right? For football, no, it's 85. Again, I'm not asking us to get 20,000 people to every single game. But my point is that it can be done. That if it is... Their stadium sits 102,000. LSU? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Sorry about that. I guess they must have expanded. I mean, they have a ton of sidewalk fans, though. So let me ask you this. In Baton Rouge, is there a professional baseball team? No, there's nothing in Baton Rouge. Is there a minor league baseball team? No, they're Braves fans. Why is Blake a Braves fan? So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a minor league team somewhere around there. You know, so, so like the people that like baseball, that's their outlet to go watch a baseball game. Um. That's their outlet to take their their kids that are playing baseball to see a higher level baseball game. I, I would versus argue... in Atlanta, you know, we have the Braves, then we have the Gwinnett Braves or the Strippers or whatever they are now. Yeah, Gwinnett Strippers. The, the Rome, Strippers, really? The Rome. That's what they call themselves? They're the Stripers, but <laughs> spelling's not anybody's forte. Uh, Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> horrible branding. The Rome Braves. 
Yeah, I think it is the Braves. You know, so I mean, there's some competition there. Macon used to have a team. I heard the Savannah team is really good. Is like fun well, to watch. But I mean, Savannah that's, bananas sell out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's because that and like the it's Augusta. So far well, away. I mean, Savannah's far away from everything. That's else. the Augusta Green Jackets too. They sell. Yeah. They sell a lot and they do a lot there. But again, those are so but, far yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, that, that you're no, not... I mean, I'm saying that's not comparison on on a Georgia Tech thing. I'm just wondering if LSU, if they have anything like that. And now I did notice that this past year, it seemed like they were having a lot of youth baseball teams coming in and youth organizations and stuff coming in, which I think is a good thing to have. Yeah, when I was a kid, we used to go promote it up. We used to go to Georgia Tech baseball games when I was a kid, and they would run a basically a promotion that you'd get in free if you wore your jersey from Little League. They'd have a Little League day. Yeah. Which is, again, this, that's the kind of thing that you hook a kid – they grow up being a fan, they're going to come back. You know, that that's where I struggle with this is we, you know, saying, oh, we just need to sell more season tickets is hard. Because you're right. If somebody is a big baseball fan, Braves are going to be their number one priority in Atlanta. But if somebody really enjoys going to Georgia Tech baseball, ponying up 125 bucks a year, or maybe if they're not a season ticket holder, maybe they're doing the $60 20-game flex pass. Like, that's nothing, man. Those are 20. It's not 20 games. Those are like yeah. 10, 10 games. No. How many total season game ticket? 32. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think we have a lot to compete with in Atlanta. There's always a lot to do. There's Especially in the spring, there's a festival like every weekend. Um, so I think that keeps people, you know, you know, people are like, oh, well, I'd rather go do a festival than go to a baseball game. Um, those people are wrong. Those people are wrong. Well, I, I, know, mean, but... I, think, I think, you know, Georgia Tech Athletics maybe needs to, you know, focus on, you know, it's Sundays at the Rusty Sea or Friday nights at, or whatever, you know, and really, yeah. you know, put that like, hey – Friday night, this is the event on campus or Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon or whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, instead of trying to like get everyone to come to all three of the games, make one game, the game, a big deal Mm -hmm. and work on that. And once that's established up, then add in and build upon that. But, you know, make the one thing. You know, have free pizza. I mean, I remember when I was in college, they would (laughs) – I mean, you would go go places because they were giving you free pizza. (laughs) And so, you know, I mean – It's not a bad thought. What if they give out – yeah, free – I mean, maybe it's hot dogs, but whatever. No, hot dogs ain't moving moving the needle. Yeah, Yeah. but they're cheap. People People are not eating hot dogs. They're eating some pizza. Get pizza going. Get a DJ. You can tweet the DJ, you know. Yeah. They yeah, with that still, shitty sound system. They still did not play my song at all last year. Yeah, Bill. No one wants to hear Rick Roll. And that sound system was terrible. Yeah. Hopefully the sound system will be better this year. All right. Anything else we want to cover? Well, we can circle back to. Uh, we didn't touch much on basketball. I was I was about to go back there, Cindy. Okay. Thanks for the assist. Sorry. Go ahead. The alley oop. The alley oop. Damn. Um. Can we talk about Josh Pastor's crazy lawsuit? Yeah, we can talk about the weirdness that is the lawsuits of Georgia Tech basketball. Maybe you should fill me in a little bit because I have not okay. been following this as much as I should. Do you know who Ron Bell is? I know the guy that used to be Josh's friend. He like uh, did some shady shit with his players and Cindy, all that good stuff. Cindy. What? Your, your mouth. Am I loud? No. Dropping them just, hard S's. Yeah. The shit? Yeah, you're just cussing like... Is this PG? Yes. Uh, no. It's... Nobody listens to this. Cindy. <laughs> Damn. It's the alcohol. I'm sorry. I'll try to keep it tame. <laughs> lit. <laughs> Cindy, get lit. All right. So, yeah. Cindy so, knows who Ron Bell all is. All right. So, mm-hmm. Ron Bell. Okay. So... He came out and said a whole lot of stuff. So Josh Pastor has filed a lawsuit and a restraining order against him saying all this stuff said you were lies. Or all this stuff you said was lies. What's that English? Talking about drunk. <laughs> um so yeah. 
And in the paperwork for the lawsuit, it came out with all this stuff that that guy was saying that was just lies. I don't know what Josh has gotten himself mixed into. Like, this is not good. I mean, Josh is uh, from a questionable background at Memphis. Do you think so? I don't think Memphis ran the cleanest of programs. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me because it's Memphis. But um, And Calipari was there right before him. That's that blank stare that I have no idea what that means. Damn. <laughs> John Calipari. Sorry, I don't coach, have all the equipment. Head coach for Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Generally considered. Kind of shady. To be a little shady. Yeah. Okay. So this restraining order, does that mean that uh, this guy can't be within a certain number of feet? He's already banned from Tech's campus. Oh, all right. I'm sure that um, Pastner has the full support of uh, Georgia Tech in this lawsuit. Sure. Why not? I mean, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he talked to Todd about it, and Todd was like, yeah, you should do something about that. Probably. They, nobody said anything to the effect of, you know, this is how you're going to handle crazy friend who turns you into the NCAA. Yeah. I really like Josh Pastner. Um, I have a lot of hope in him. I hope that he can do a lot for our program. Um, he's actually probably one of my favorite coaches at Georgia Tech right now, to be quite honest. So I, I hope that he can get past all of this lawsuit bullshit. Well, we can't afford to fire him. Oh, yeah, we definitely can't. So, <laughs> he's going to stick around for a while. He's got that going for him. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Ron Bell's back on drugs. He's definitely on drugs. Didn't he? Didn't we find out that he had a drug problem before? Yeah, that's and... how him and um, Josh Pastner came to be friends. Is because he helped him like sober up. Mm. But yeah, it's just weird. Did you become somebody's friend during sober January? Yeah. Some, somebody help you sober up? No. Bridget. I had some Tide Pods. There it is. Speaking I'm just saying, of roll if... tide, you know, who would have thought oh, man. that they could run their backup quarterback yeah. and win the Tua. game? However, there was one guy on Twitter that before the game announced that he was going to be the MVP of the game. I mean, there's probably through. one guy on Twitter right now that's announcing that I'm going to be president in 20 years. Right. And if he's right, it pays off. He's going to look like a genius when if he's it's right. Not, then, no. Speaking of Twitter, there's also apparently a Twitter account that's set up just to wish Pitbull a happy birthday on his happy bir- on his birthday. No shit. And it forgot, so it had to wish him a belated happy birthday. Damn. <laughs> Does that mean Pitbull's not relevant anymore? Mr. Worldwide? Mr. Worldwide. Mr. 305. Yeah, exactly. Fireball. He's relevant to me. Yeah. What's the new drink of choice? Tide Pods. So I'm just going to say, Tide Pods are freaking expensive. (laughs) And if I was a mom and my kids were like putting Tide Pods in their mouth and popping them, I'd probably be smacking the crap out of them. How many Tide Pods, like, what do you think the number of Tide Pods somebody eats is? I think you die after, like, you know, one. You, no, I mean, if you ingest you the whole thing. Out. You're not ingesting the whole thing. You're spitting it out. How many, time, how many times do you do that? Once. Right. YOLO. So you're not. <laughs> that one Tide Pod costs, like, a, 85 cents, though. Right. So you're not wasting, like, 20 bucks. You're wasting 85 cents. I'm just saying. I'd be smacking people. Doing dumb shit. You know? Do it for the vine. Oh yeah, if you do it, you definitely have to get it on video. What's the what's the new saying? Like it used to be like picks or, or doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So what's the what's yeah. the video of that? Picks or it didn't happen. Snaps or it didn't happen. Snaps. Snapping is happening. Snapping I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the kids are saying these days. They're chewing on Tide Pods. They can't even talk. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of snaps, did did that bird ever get out of your uh, yeah, screen and porch? Yeah, bird today? out of the back porch. That's good. It wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. You opened the door. <laughs> well, no, it was kind of stuck in the corner, so I had I had to prop the door open. 
But as I was propping the door open, I realized I had the door to the house still open too, so I decided I should shut that one. Smart. So the bird wouldn't fly into the house. Yep, stay woke. Brilliant. And then I used um what a broom? No, my real estate sign sitting out there <laughs> to get it to like go towards the thing and it it flew out. It wasn't that wasn't that bad. I guess uh we'll wrap it up here from the West Side Studios. Cindy, where can everybody find you on social media? Um, so I'm on Twitter at Cindy Lou, um, or you can find me on Instagram at Cindy LC02. All right. Steven, you want to uh, plug anything? Um, no. Subscribe on iTunes. Catch up with us. Um, you know, if you have any questions or anything, reach out on Twitter. Once again, we'd love to have an audience question we could answer on air. So, Mom, if you're out there and you get a you can sign up on Twitter. At us. That's very nice and at the same time very sad. But yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at WSPTA Pod. Check us out there for uh, anything we're putting out. We'll generally link it there. So again, this is Bill, Stephen, and Cindy, and thanks again for listening to episode five.